You are listening to Heartland Rooted Plant-Based Podcast, a podcast dedicated to discussing common challenges and, more importantly, successes with eating plant-based. Hi, I'm Dr. Dan. And I'm Bob. Welcome. Let's talk about whole food plant-based lifestyle and how to incorporate that in our lives. This podcast is not to replace the advice of your medical professional. Your medical professional should be made aware of any dietary changes you are making. The content of this podcast is not meant to be medical advice and should not be used to diagnose, treat, or manage any medical condition. Hello, everyone. Welcome. You are listening to Heartland Rooted Plant-Based Podcast. Uh, today with me is Bob. Hey, Dan. It's great to be here today. The weather is beautiful here in the... Uh... In the, right now it's Quad Cities, it's the middle of the summer um, here in Illinois. We just went through a hot streak and uh, looking looking forward to the 80s. We had some 90, 90, 90 and 90 plus and uh, it was pretty tough out there, but uh, it's a beautiful day. Uh, wife and I, uh, a couple weeks ago, we went blueberry picking. Oh, wow. Um, that was a lot of fun. So we, I think we picked like eight. Eight pounds of blueberries. So uh, okay, where do you go picking blueberries at? It's uh, it's a farm. I call it a blueberry farm. Um, it's probably about two acres um, in in size. It's in it's south of Milan. Okay, along uh, sixty seven or just off sixty seven a little bit. Okay, down near kind of a just just west of Coin Center. Okay, alrighty. And there's a lady that runs it. And um, I don't know her name off the top of my head, but anyway, she runs it. She sends out emails when the blueberries are ready to pick, and she sends you an email, and you go down and pick blueberries. And so we bring out the little camping chairs and uh, pick away. It's just a, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Now, do they give you the little container? I, I call it a rake, but it's like a a little device that kind of rakes up the blueberries into the. A hopper, or do you have to do it the old-fashioned way where you pick them by hand? Oh, we pick these these, these little buggers by hand, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, but it, it it's okay. I put on my um, my earphones. Um, actually, I don't put on earphones or headphones anymore, but I've got these newfangled uh, Bluetooth Bluetooth hearing aids, and I just uh, play music and or listen to podcasts and pick blueberries and enjoy the day. Oh, that sounds like a good time. It was. All right, so today we're going to list, or well, we're gonna, not going to listen, we're going to talk at you a little bit here, but today's topic is going to be uh, staying healthy or staying well through the decades. So we'll start off in our 20s. And I think it's, it, I, I, I was thinking the reason that it would, why, or why would, and I started off in my 20s too, was because and that's when I started actually taking care of my own wellness. Right. Because mama, mama took care of me from uh, from the time I was a baby till uh, till eighteen, and uh, she pushed my wellness then. But uh, I was on my own in my twenties. Yep. And and some people are on their own in their teens, but uh, I only can talk from personal experience about the twenties yep. and so on. Yeah, one of the things I remember about my 20s is it was a really a lot easier to be uh, to to get my physical activity in. I, I was just more a lot more physically active, and also my social interaction was probably a lot more. I, I was really good at going out and spending time with friends and things like that. I want to say that when I was in my 20s, I made the mistake. Or error—not really error in judgment, because I really wasn't thinking I was making a mistake. That you know, I had had a job. Right. I was working. It was easy for me to stay up late. Although my, you know, back in my teens, I wasn't really controlled or in college by my parents of how late I stayed up. But now I can stay up late, late as I want. So that wasn't really healthy to you. So right. Get your sleep. You know, try. You're going to enjoy your 20s. I enjoyed my 20s. We don't have mom. We don't have dad. Right. We don't have a grandma or a grandpa or uncle or whoever's taking care of us. So, you know, we're going to be on that little wild side. I, I get we're spreading our wings. But, you know, try try to get your sleep. Um, yeah, we understand it. When we were in 20s, I could do things and recover. 
right. recover real easy. I could go out and have a lot of alcohol beverages, and the next morning, it was like nothing had happened. Right. I was completely ready to go mentally, physically, you know, just just make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's going to catch up with you. So, um, you know, lack of sleep, poor diet, you know, kind of like being that kid now eating at the um, eating at the carnival, being a teenager, eating at the carnival with a credit card. And, and I ate things just because I could. Right. I, I can remember eating, I would love to take sausage, greasy, and greasier the better. Right. And mix it with hamburger meat, make that, and eat that, and think that that made for a great breakfast. Right, yeah. And, and, and have no thought yeah. that no, that doesn't make a lot of sense. So, yeah. and, and that might be a good a good point too. You know, I mean, I, I don't expect in your twenties you're going to be eating you know all brand cereal for breakfast. Yeah. So, but maybe in your twenties, you know, at least be cognizant of of what you're eating for breakfast. You know, bacon and eggs and hash browns might not be the best choice every day for breakfast. Yeah. Oh, I want to throw in one, and we mentioned this in a previous um, podcast that we've had in the past. But start getting your physicals. Yeah, you know, it's okay. Your mama took you to the doctor a lot of times, or they had one. You, know, you got school physicals. You know, or you got sports physicals. Okay, you didn't miraculously become this this, this new person just because of your twenties and never need a physical. And like I mentioned on a previous podcast, there are twenty years olds out there that own a pet, and they'll take that pet right to go see their pet doctor once a year and be checked out, and they're they're acutely you know interested in that. But they won't take themselves to see a doc. Yeah. So you're in your 20s, that engine is smooth, it's running, you're going, you can start that car from New York and drive it straight through to Los Angeles or to Vegas, but it's going to catch up with you and uh, to get the yearly physicals and see your doc and get checked out. Now that's a good analogy to kind of go into these points too. There are some things in your 20s that you do want to be cognizant about because they will catch up with you. Um, I have written down here one, uh, and it's a big one that people forget, is protect your hearing. Oh yeah. You know, um, Bob and I both were wearing hearing aids and probably contributed somewhere along the way. It had to be a little bit of rock and roll along the way. And, and now when I go into the gyms, um, especially, I see people, okay, so you take an 80-year-old guy, you might see a few 80-year-olds with the old headphones on where they pop over the ears, and some even guys have the thing with the antenna sticking right. up, so they listen in a transistor after some radio is working out in the gym. But then, with the advent of the, um, uh, I call them the Apple EarPods, and the other events they used to where people would, you know, you see the guy walking through the airport, and he'd be talking, these early cell phone days, you know, who's this guy talking to? Right. But all this junk, all these things go in our ear, and if we crank up the volume too much, uh, like I did with um, the ear pods, my goodness, you're going to blow your ears out. And uh, so take it from me, personal, don't blow your ears out, see your docs, and uh, watch out. It, 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 that's staying well. Yeah. Turn the volume down. And if you go to a concert, put your plugs in. If you're a if you're a gun enthusiast, always make sure you're wearing your earphones. Yep. If you work on um, if you work with in in, in uh, like if you're a woodworking guy, you know um or or, or power, something, yeah, power put tools. the headphones on yep. for that. I even recommend if you if you're which I do now because I want to save years. When I go out and mow my grass, yep. I'm wearing headphones. Yeah, the, uh, the what I tell people is the hearing is designed for conversational speech. So if you're if the activity you're doing is louder than conversational speech, you probably need to wear some form of hear, hearing protection. Absolutely. Yep. Um, I have written down here paying attention to what you eat, and there's a couple things uh, in particular. One is is in your 20s, you're still laying some some uh, some bone mass. 
So, mm-hmm. and, you know, the physical activity is a big one in there. Avoiding soda pop, you know, that phosphoric acid in the yeah. soda pop just leaches it. But eating calcium-rich, you know, fruits and vegetables um, are going to be yeah. helpful, too, there. Got it. Yep. And, yeah. and maybe vitamin D, but that's a little early, I mean, to start talking about vitamin D. But, you know, who knows? Maybe whenever you do that physical, they'll run that and say, hey, you live in Iowa, you might need to supplement. Good. Got it. Uh, let's go on to our 30s. <laughs> so I don't know about you, but 30s for me, um, you know, I was starting to enjoy children. Yeah. You know, uh, so you're, you kind of make that transition from a freewheeling, crazy college student or a, a fresh out of the, the nest um, young adult to more of I have a mortgage, I have kids, I have, you know, those kinds of things. As you move into your 30s, it's kind of a wellness thing, it's not a diet thing, but they all tie together uh, to get to wellness. Don't stop exercising. Yeah. Um, you know, for a lot of people, somewhere in the 30s, if they're going to have children, by the time they're going to get to 30s, they'll, they'll either have had a child or there's one that was born when they were in their 20s, or they'll be having them in their 30s. Yep. And, and many people are well into their, they're either running their own business, they're established uh, for most people. Um, sometimes it doesn't work out that way, but you, I know for me, working late, trying to climb that ladder, got kids, there were periods of time in my 30s, even though I was in the Army, where I didn't do as much physical exercising as I should have. Yep. So stay up with your exercise. Don't give up on it just because you're in 30s. You maybe don't do, you know, you maybe not down at the gym six times a week or, or, or going to your kickboxing or your, your jiu-jitsu or your jazzercise or whatever you're into, your, or uh, what's the other one, um, well, the uh, yoga. Okay. But keep exercising. Go on walks. Push the baby carriage down the street. Yeah. Don't stop just because you're in your thirties. Yeah, that's kind of the same vein what I have written down here, which is watch your weight. You know, and exercise is a part of that, being active. Uh, But the uh, I don't know the thirties. You know, you are active, kind of trying to keep up with your kids, but at the same time, you're not out there on the field keeping up with the kids. You're in the stands. So you know, make sure you're eating properly. Make sure. You just keep keep cognitive your 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 metabolism starts to slow down a little bit around that time yeah. too. So you're 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 not a teenager anymore. You can't get away with uh, you know uh, getting the supersized value meal at McDonald's. You, you need to kind of rein that in a little bit. I had I took a oh, go ahead go oh, ahead um, kind of also same thing you know um, uh, protect your skin you know you, oh. yeah you're. Uh, you're at higher, not higher risk, but you know if you're outside a lot, especially uh, that that damage done from the sun is cumulative over time. And you know, same thing in your 20s, you really need to protect your skin. You know, it's not that you're 30 and all of a sudden you need to, but that's something else that you need to uh, get in the habit of is making sure you don't get that sunburn. It this is kind of on the vein of a, a well life thing that I thought about is. If you didn't do this in your 20s, then definitely do it in your 30s. Establish, get a will made. Get power of attorneys made. Right. Make sure you write down on a sheet of paper. And I say this because I have had friends that have, that have passed away a little bit later when they're in their 50s. But if they had started this in their 30s, they would have been better off because then their husband or wife or whoever's taking care of their state would make things easier. But write down all your passwords. Stick them in a safe deposit box. Make sure somebody knows where they are so they can get into your iPhone. And it's not if something will happen to you, as people like to say, because they don't want to say the word die. If you were to die, which can happen, you can hit by a bus. People can get to that stuff. Accounts. Where where is your stuff? Yeah. Uh, where's your money so that people can help you? So take a little bit of time to do this. It's kind of like it, it's not in the wellness area completely, but I, I 
I just had to mention it. You know, it's something that needs to be done. Yeah. I have written down here reducing stress. So it's a good time mm-hmm. to start thinking about mindfulness. And what you were mentioning there as far as getting things in place in case, you know, you have a, a catastrophic event. That helps reduce stress because you have a plan in place. So that kind of goes in that vein. But, you know, mindfulness, being able to quiet your mind, being able to, um, whenever things get stressful, having a way to deal with that, whether it be through relationships, uh, whether it be through going to uh, church, higher power uh, type thing, have those abilities, try and develop those skills, because it is something that is useful even later in life. And along with that is take time to meditate. Take time to slow down. People call it meditate, mindfulness. Take time to just clear your brain at some point in the day. And, and if, if you say, oh, you got it, I don't have time for that. You got five minutes. Yep. Find five minutes where you clear your brain and you just let it relax. You don't, you, you're not on this social network page. You're, 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 you, nothing's happening. Yeah. And you clear your brain, you think of positive, enjoyable thoughts, it can make wonders for you. And I know it helps me when I just clear my brain. Yeah. Uh, I have written on here, oh, we're still in our 30s, aren't we? Yeah, we're still in our 30s. All right. I, I, same one. Uh, make sure you stay established with that primary care. Um, you know, have, yeah. have those regular appointments. And, 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 and don't... I, I don't think I've ever, I've heard people say this, and maybe I get it, but I don't remember, but the, what the it is, is don't use an excuse of blaming your children for your poor diet and your lack of exercise. Right. Yes, they do take your time. They should take your time. They need your help. But you can work in activities with your children, which will allow you to have a better diet, teach them, bring them into your cooking, bring them into your food preparation. Do not, do not just, you know, let them sit and vegetate while you prepare them. Say, come on over here. You're going to chop up some vegetables. You're going to, you're going to do whatever it is I'm doing in the kitchen right. to be with me. And you may exercise with them if mm-hmm. you don't, go downstairs and play football with them if that's all you're getting with. Yeah. But do something and don't just use the excuse, oh, I have kids now, I can go off and gain 50 or 60 pounds or, 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 or go from a size 32 to a size 38, 40 pants or from a size 10 to a size 19 and, and oh, I'm, I'm just, I have the kiddos now, right. so I'm going to just use that as an excuse for getting uh, very unhealthy. Yeah, and and you know the, the when you're responsible for somebody like kids too, I mean there's some responsibility in taking care of yourself, and I think that gets overlooked. Yes. You know, the the whole martyr syndrome syndrome where you know oh well, I have to suffer, you know you that that's kind of you know yes you do have to make some some sacrifices when you have kids, but you you should not sacrifice your health because that no. does not help. That does not help you care for kids in the long run. Exactly. 40s. <laughs> Getting close to my memory banks. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm clinging to my 40s right now with, with okay. my fingernails and my toenails right now. So uh, <laughs> it's. Well, I, I, I moved here to the, the Quad Cities when I was in my 40s, so I can uh, I remember a lot of those things. I got a couple of that I. No, now I was talking about exercise in your 30s. Mm-hmm. Now, when I was in my 40s, I needed to cut back. And there came a certain time where it was tough for me to cut back on my exercise because things started to hurt. Right. So it's knowing when to cut back so you don't injure yourself. Yeah. I reached a point when I came here, I was running for those in the Quad Cities. There's this thing called the Bixits, the Bix. Yeah. It's like a six to seven mile run through Davenport up Brady Street from the banks of the Mississippi. Goes up this big hill. 
and uh, that it uh, on Brady Street, town that runs up uh, from Mississippi, uh, kind of like north to west in Iowa, and it goes through communities and, and houses, and it turns around, it comes back, and at the end, back in the day, they uh, they, they still do. You can get food and stuff oh, like yeah. that. It's really fun. Yeah, it's a big party uh, afterwards. Yes, and they had these training sessions called Fixes at Six. Yep. They still do. And you could go out at six o'clock on Thursday night, train to get ready for this. Three or four hundred people would do that. I could do that from the time I was forty, and then about the time I was forty-seven, it started to hurt. Oh. And I, I said, I don't feel like I want to run seven or eight miles right. anymore. Everybody's different. Some people that are sixty are still running marathons. God bless you, and I'm glad you can. My body didn't work that way for whatever reasons. So when things start to hurt, don't push it. Yeah. Cut back. Doesn't mean you're not going to run or you're not going to do cardio, but it's knowing when to stop. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember a story back. It was either in my late 20s or early 30s. I, I ran my first picks. And being in my late twenties or early thirties, I did no training whatsoever for it. Yeah. So I went out and I ran this, and, and I made it. Um, and then I remember like that next week at work, I think it was on a Saturday, so it must have been a Monday. I was walking down the hallway, and someone was was saying hi to me, and then all of a sudden I was on the ground, and they were like, "Dan, what happened? What happened?" And I was like, "I'm fine. There's leg cramp." So I was I was just walking down the hallway, yeah. and then, boom, leg cramp. <laughs> I was down. So yeah, it's important to train for these things too. <laughs> the opposite of what I'm, you're kind of going to where the opposite I was saying initially is knowing when to cut back on your exercise. Mm -hmm. If you're unlike me, and I exercised a lot in my 30s, in my 40s, in my 20s, and some of it was forced exercise because I was in the Army, and you, you, yep. you group exercise called the physical training. But it's for other people, it might be knowing when to start and with how much. Right. You're not 20 anymore. Right. You're 40 and you might be a person and it's okay. It, well, I'm saying it's okay. It's absolutely normal in society to see a lot of people in today's industrial society that the old, last time they did any type of physical exercise from the time they're 45, they have to go all the way back to 18 yep. in the spring of their senior year when they sat out there and the gym teacher said in May, oh, we're going to play softball, and you stood out there in right field and jaw-jacked with your friend. And that was the last time you've exercised in your life. So you got to start slowly. So go and look on the Internet, you know, um, uh, YouTube, uh, if you don't have money, you can get, you know, you can, you can start with slow programs or you can get right. a personal trainer. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's a great point. You know, if you sign up for the local YMCA, um, a, a lot, not a lot, I think they do, they offer a free training session. So, you know, if you get something like that, yeah. definitely take advantage of it. Definitely. Because uh, um, the way we exercise, too, may be a little different than what you remember from your 20s, too. Yeah. You know, things do progress. Um, I have here in your 40s, some of those health screenings start to sneak in. You know, you're going to want to know your blood pressure. You're going to want to know your cholesterol. Um, continue if you're, if you're a woman, mammograms. Uh, the colon cancer screenings have now went from 50. Now they're recommending down to 45 for, can for colon cancer screenings. So some of those, those reasons to see a doctor, um, you know, there's actually things they're going to be uh, right. recommending that you weren't going to be recommending earlier. Um, I have also written down here eye exams. Um, I oh, know, absolutely. like I said earlier, I'm holding on to the 40s with my toenails here. Um, my glasses now have cheaters in them. Yeah, I, I, I started with glasses in the 30s and I worked myself up to, you know, I'm mostly a reader's guy, but, you know, um, your eyes will change. Yeah. And they'll change through the decades. So, yeah, get, get your eyes checked. There's no reason to strain to go through and cause all those problems. Yeah, and, and the last thing I kind of wanted, and this is uh, uh, just me, um, uh, the, uh, my plant-based journey started 
in my for, in, in my 40s. At, probably around age 39, I first got introduced to this. So, you know, those changes, I don't know whether in your 40s you're more looking back and looking forward at the same time and saying, you know what, I, I looked back and this is how I got to where I am now. And But looking forward, do I want to continue the same path I'm at or do I want to start making changes um, in what I'm doing to uh, to kind of help mold how I see the next couple decades coming at me? Yeah, because you really start with healthy eating and, um, and those sort of things, um, healthy lifestyles, meditation, sleep, food, good thoughts will either keep you from getting hideous diseases, likely keep you from getting hideous diseases later in your life, and make, make it a lot more pleasant in your 50s. Um, I didn't start going whole food plant-based uh, until uh, uh, my late fifties, and I wish I'd started in my forties. Right. I mean, it would just been so much more of an enjoyable life experience and, and feeling good about myself if I had started in my forties. All right. So from here on out, you might have to take the uh, take the lead okay. on this because, uh, like I say, I'm I'm I, my experience in the fifties and sixties and seventies is going to be what I know about other people, not so much what uh, life has done to me. So. Well, well, some of mine in my 50s might be from what I experienced by being in the workforce with older people that were also in their 50s and being around other people I know because I'm in my 50s. I'm around a lot more 50 years old. You get more family members and things like yeah. that. But um, now, what from, I from, what, what I have written here is a lot of the things that we have talked about before. You know, staying active eating correctly, getting your physical exams, continuing your screenings. Um, I have written down here, too, um, hearing. You yeah. know, um, one of the things I uh, recently went to a lecture on, on uh, um, dementia and Alzheimer's and things like that, and one of the big risk factors for that is actually hearing loss. So I think this is a good time to kind of take that into account, make sure you have good hearing, and, and keep, start looking for that going forward. And I think one of the reasons is, is I I needed my hearing aids when I was in my late 50s. Um, and I'm 63 now. But when I don't wear my hearing aids for a couple of days, or I don't wear them at all for a while, and it really do I not go a couple of days, but if I, if I don't have them on, I can really get into this point of a, I, can, I can zone out on them a lot more. Right. And I, I don't stay as in tune. Um, because that that part of my brain, I'm not being stimulated uh, to, to think, and it's like a whole sense that's gone. Right. So I'm not using my brain, and I imagine that could probably, I'm guessing, this is just my guess, could, 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 could contribute. If you don't use a part of your brain, it's not going to work. Yeah, it's like any muscle. And, and, and then, oh, well, and it just stops and it kind of quits. Right. And then you probably, I could probably, under that umbrella of dementia, suffer some type of dementia someday because I just stopped fully utilizing my brain. The hearing aids are out there. You can get them. Um, yeah, it may cost some money, but... Like anything else, if you if you got some money, you can pay with it over time. I'm sure there's yep. ways to, to make it happen where you don't have to buy the most expensive ones. But protect your hearing and uh, get your hearing checked. Yeah, and there's uh, there's so many places to do that too. I mean, there's there's local audiologists that can do that. Yeah, I think you met you had. Uh, uh, I know my father got his hearing aids through the VA because of his service. So um, that's a, a thing. Uh, I got mine. My, my hearing aids came from Costco. Um, mm. So um, the the cost for those, I mean, they weren't cheap, but they weren't like you know car payment expensive. I, they right. were you know, uh, and for what they do for me, you know, they're worth well worth the money. Oh yeah. And my okay. hearing aid, my hearing is not hearing loss is not that bad. Okay. But uh, knowing going forward, you know, um, you know that I'm experiencing life the best I can because I'm hearing everything. I mean, that's well worth the money. Here's two things that I know that happen to most men and most women in their fifties. 
most women are going to go through menopause. Right. Most men don't get it. It's a slower <laughs> male menopause. Right. But you're going to start losing that t- testosterone, brother, out there. It's going to drop. Right. And um, so there are things that can be done. Like I know that um, as some women go through menopause, I believe that at some point in time, because of the lack of estrogen, uh, some women choose to take, uh, uh, I think it's called hormone replacement yep. therapy. ERT, estrogen replacement, yep. Uh, so that's something you need to talk to your doctor about, decide if that's what you want to do. There, There's there's people that want to do that, and there's probably women that don't want to do that. Right. So do your research on it, and probably do it in your 40s, you know, or if you're having it happen, figure it out what you want to do. Yeah. Uh, but you're not going to be the same, is what I'm saying. Yeah, and that brings up something. That, uh, there's uh, Dr. Neil Barnard uh, came out with a book, and the name of the book escapes me. I'll Google it here while you're talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's basically on all those hormonal balances uh, that we go through at life, and he talks specifically about uh, menopause in those situations and diet may have a big contributor to that too it's you know right. so uh, i'll look up that book okay. real quick while you're doing that and, right. and uh yeah, um, i'm going to go down the path of uh, for the men because uh, i know more about that i mean i yeah i meaning for the men and the loss of testosterone why is it that at age 28 29 32 i and i'm a little guy with a little frame so that I could, I could put two forty fives on a plate, two forty five plates, and bench press over two hundred pounds, and only weighed, uh, you know, like one forty five. And today I'm putting twenty five pounds and lifting that. Well, part of it is my joints aren't as good, but another part of it is I flat out don't have the same amount of testosterone I did in my body that I did. I might mentally think I do, but I don't. Right. But there's things that I can do that will help me in a number of areas. And, and just talking about um, getting very frank, love of um, sex life and, and sexual relations with other, with other partners. If part of the reason is as we get older, for men, if our our, 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 our blood transfer arteries and veins right. are full of junk, cholesterol, fat, duff, yeah. inflammation. You're not going to get the same blood flow as you did in your 20s. Right. So your ability as a man to be uh, virile and erect isn't going to happen if you're your blood vessels are full of junk. Yeah. So if you clear your blood vessels, your stuff is going to work a lot better than if you have to take this Viagra pill or some other pill that may not be the best thing for you. So it's something that you need to realize it's going to happen. You're going to have the drop in testosterone, but if you eat right, there's things that can increase, and you can look these up online, right. natural foods you can eat that will increase your testosterone without causing you to take some stupid, you know, <laughs> uh, some stupid concoction that, that costs a lot of money and it's going to work. Right, right. So that book is called Your Body in Balance. Oh, okay. Uh, and I've read it. It's a good book. Um, and and uh, I can say it, it talks about um, you know, how, how whole food plant-based eating affects all those different hormonal processes in the body. So it, it would be a good one to, you know, if you're thinking about doing hormone replacement therapy or things like that, you know, it'd be good, a good book to read because it may be a way you might be able to avoid that, avoid the risks of, uh, of uh, those therapies. So it's Neil Bernard. Yep. Your body in, in balance. In balance, yep. And and I've read a couple of his, um, one of his books. Easy read, makes sense, 
Yeah. The guy's not a, um, you know, he's not going to talk about your uh, big A, little A, you know, um, all, all sorts of medical terms and protons and neutrons and right. T cells and B cells. He's going to make it simple. Dan, I thank you for, for, for and I've heard about that book. Uh, but it's a big part of how we are. It's, it's all these, whether it's the lady with the estrogen, the male with the testosterone, that was there for a long time. Yeah. And it's going away or it's going to be gone. Right. So learn, learn how to read stuff. Talk to your doc. Talk to other people. Just don't ignore it and get frustrated. Or if you see that something's not working for you because you're, you're on a certain medication, then then maybe don't do that. Right. Um, you know, it, 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 just be aware of it and 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 pay attention to it. I guess yeah. is the best way. I can say All right. It. I think we're nearing the sixties. Yeah. Yep. So, um, I mean, a lot of the same things. You know, vision checks, hearing checks, uh, physical exams, diet, exercise. Um, continue with those screenings. Um, one new one that I have on here is around your 60s, you're going to start to get some new vaccines in the picture. You know, the, the, the flu shot, uh, shingles yeah. vaccine, pneumonia vaccines. Yeah. So and those kinds of things, they're going to start to enter the picture. Because, yeah, you, you need the help. You need the assistance. It's out there, and you can, you can, you, you can take that. Yeah. Because you are not the same machine you were when you were in your 20s. Your immune system is going to become weaker. Just like as you get older, over time, your heart system is going to get weaker. Right. A 90-year-old is not a 20-year-old. And if a 90-year-old thinks they're like a 20-year-old, they're a fool. Right. Um, now, it's things that are changing uh, socially... I mean, a lot of people are looking at retirement in their 60s. Yep. So um, the kids, a lot of times, are going to be out of the house. Oh, that probably happens more. Well, I don't know. I'm not in my 50s yet, so I'm, I'm hoping that eventually my kids are going to be out of the house. Um, but 50s and 60s, you're going to start to to be either on your own or on your own with a spouse. Um, so uh, a lot of those decisions that you're making, you get to make, and you don't have to make a decision for you and your kids at the same time. Yeah. I, 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 I'm thinking of um, in my 60s, as I get close, pretty soon I will be on Medicare. Right. Um, and that's, that's not something you choose, folks, if you're in your 50s and 40s and you haven't had to pay the line. I, I didn't give, 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 give a rap about thinking about Medicare when I was back in my I knew it was something grandma had uh, when I was in my 40s even. And as a, I, I thought, relatively intelligent adult male that had been through a lot of life and was smart and knew in my 40s, I wasn't paying attention to Medicare. But it's coming, people. So Medicare, read about it. Find out about it. You got a couple of choices. You got Advantage plans, which allow you to pay the... Uh, to pay the, uh, uh, the 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 Part B, which is your physician's care, it wraps it all up for you. For most people, it's about 170 bucks a month right now. It's current rate. It wraps it all up. You're a medical system. You got to stay with that system. You got to work for the doctors. With the doctors, you have that plan, but it keeps it relatively cheap. It pays for all the prescription drugs. It's all there right. that you can afford yourself for that. If you go with traditional Medicare, think about that, read about that. There's some, there's, it's a little bit easier if you do more traveling and you're going to be half the year one place, half the year another. Right. Uh, that may work. There's a little bit possible, there's some more ability to maybe see a different set of doctors and, and the centers throughout, but it's going to cost you more because then you're going to have to, most people get a Medigap uh, to pay the supplement to the portion of Medicare that that uh, the, the deductibles, and then they have to buy a prescription drug plan. So it can run every anywhere from four fifty to five fifty, depending where you're at. Right. So so just be aware of that, 
plan for that, figure out what's going to work for you. And if you're in your 50s or your 40s and your 30s and you haven't looked and said, you say, I'm going to retire when I'm 60 or I'm 59. Okay, bud, that's great. You saved up $4.7 million in your, um, your 401k. Whoopee, good for you. We're happy for you. But most people, if they, they turn 60 and they don't have a job because they made a lot of good money and their, their job doesn't pay, doesn't didn't have a, uh, a, a transitioning uh, healthcare plan for them, and they leave that job or they were private contract and ran their own business, it's going to be $20,000 a pop for you to go out and get decent medical insurance. So be thinking about that when you're younger. Calculate that into your budget plans right. and figure what's going to work. So if you want to retire, you may want to pick up a part-time job where you can get that medical coverage or it's going to cost you a lot of money. And what it sometimes plays is when you got the older person married to the younger person. Yep. And so the older person's got the health insurance and they leave their job. The younger person is now 45 or whatever or 55. The older person goes on to Medicare. The person with 55 the Medicare doesn't come with it just because the older person's on Medicare now. Right. The younger partner, they've got to pay for those health insurance. So, um, yeah. and, and the other thing, too, is when you hit Medicare, um, there's a welcome to Medicare physical. Uh, so oh, yeah. it goes to your, your, your primary uh, provider to, for that. And it's a little bit different physical than you're used to. I mean, there, there's a lot of preventative care stuff built into there. I mean, they're going to ask you about things like fall risks at home. They're going to ask you about rugs. They're going to ask you about smoke detectors. I mean, just stuff that you wouldn't think is going to be in a normal physical. So is there, you, you, have, you have shown some light to me that I haven't seen before. Is there a, a standard out there that most docs go to to do a, a Medicare physical? Is yeah. The, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a standardized physical, the welcome to Medicare physical. Does the Medicare, does the U.S. government Medicare put out those standards? Uh, yes. Yeah, there, there's certain oh, things that they're involved in that. Yeah, yeah. Because what what I notice a lot of times is sometimes in the gyms, it's like, you know, I think it's happened. I notice a lot of the people that are probably about 65, and now they're in the gym they've never been there before. And right. I used to... I used to joke that, oh, they've got their Medicare physical now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that'll be interesting. I go for that. Um, yeah, that'll happen for me in about a year and a half when I go on Medicare. And uh, I, I, if we're still doing podcasts, then I'll, uh, I'll, I'll let you know how it went, brother. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's let's zoom ahead to the seventies, and that, that's that's about as far as I have as far as the 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 list of, yeah. of decades. So um, I have written down here same thing: eye exams, uh, diet, exercise. Let's see here. I have watch for cognitive decline. Yes. Yeah. So, and we mentioned earlier a little bit about that about hearing loss. Um, so make sure you keep up with the hearing screenings too. And then the last one I have is for men, especially, you know, it may be, and hopefully your primary care doctor kind of keeps track of this too, but that prostate starts to become an issue, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, those, there's, there's some blood work that can be done as a screening. The, the digital rectal exam, we call it the DRE, it makes it sound better than it is, but that's the, the finger wave to, oh. to, where, yeah, to where the doctor feels the prostate. Oh, that's, that's. When you say digital, oh, you're talking about the standard using the finger. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. It sounds sounds doesn't sound very scary when you call it a digital rectal exam. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been wondering for a second with all the technology out there. When I heard you talking about that, I was thinking maybe there is a way that you get that though without using the traditional doctor's finger with the glove and the yeah. and the lubricant. Uh, 
I, I put down for the 70s, 80s, and 90s. No way I'm hip my 70s, 80s, or 90s. I did have parents that went through their 70s, 80s, and 90s. Yeah. And I was more in tune with providing the care for my mother in her 80s and 90s, but did see my mother care for my father when he was in his, didn't make it to his 70s, but um, was in his late 60s. I call that that era, 70s, 80s, 90s, maybe beyond, is knowing your limitations. Yeah. yeah. Uh, acknowledging them. Uh, know when it's time. When it's time to stop cutting the grass. Right. Stop cutting the grass. Don't let the lawnmower, as you're going to the gully in front of your house to carry the rainwater, if you don't have a sewer system, fall over and right. take your foot off. Don't climb the ladder because you're too proud as a guy to have some dude come out and clean your gutters or you don't want to spend the money or don't have it put gutter guards in. Don't do that. Get somebody else to climb your ladder. Yeah. Don't be, I would say, don't be stupid. And when you're in your, and, and this is anecdotal because I've heard that this actually happened. And, right. and I think it's it, that it really was. There was somebody that uh, from the local area that lived by herself that was out and she was shoveling her driveway mm -hmm. well into her 80s. She slipped, she fell, she couldn't get up. And if she hadn't gotten help from somebody, she would have froze to death. Right. And luckily she was able to recover fully from that and her children were able to take care of her. Yeah. You know, that whole home ownership, moving out of your home uh, when you still can versus the 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 uh, uh, delusional thought, I'm never leaving my house. Right. That won't happen. So and then keep your family engaged. Keep somebody engaged. Yep. Now, you know, if you're in your 70s and you're in your 80s and you're both in good health and you got another partner, uh, your husband, your wife, uh, you may not tell your kid of every ailment. They're not going to want to hear every ailment and stuff like that. But there's going to come a time where you need to start letting, especially if you don't have a functional cognitive husband or wife, you need to keep your kids up or somebody of, you know, what's up with you. Yep. You know, what what's working. So, um, yeah. it, 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 I, the list could go on of knowing your limitations. Yeah. I have written down here, too, uh, and, and this can get into the 60s also, but, you know, all those aches and pains and joints, my knee hurts, my hip hurts, you know, this hurts. You know, yeah. see somebody about that. Right. You know, there's things available to where, I mean, if you are bone and bone in either your knee or your hip, oh, yeah. you know, you just might need a replacement. And for the short term, it might limit your mobility, but in the long run, it's going to keep you going a lot longer. And, and I'm delving back into my 60s. I mean, my 60s, but this, this will play a role when I'm in my 70s or 80s. And I was, I was mentioning to Dan as we were coming in here to do this podcast that you know, my hip used to hurt a lot. And I started doing less squats. And I attribute it to squats because it would happen most of the time. Squats is an exercise where you put the put the barbell on your back and you squat down into like a seated chair position for those of you who don't know what a squat is. And then you stand up. So you put a weight on your top of your shoulders. You squat down like you're sitting in a chair and you stand up. All of a sudden, my left hip started to hurt, and it was right in the joint, and I could feel it. So I said, you know, Bob, know your limitations. It's okay. So now I do these exercises, like sitting on a chair. It's called knee extensions. So it would be like sitting on a chair and kicking your toes and, and, and ankles and feet and kind of coming to an L shape. So I do those, and voila, what happens? No more hip hurt. I still do squats. I don't do them as much. It's okay. And, and, and like I say, know your limitations and enjoy your life. Yeah. Uh, 
that sounds like a good kind of kind of <laughs> round up the, the whole conversation here. Yeah, that, and, and you're right. It is about enjoying your life and yeah. trying to do things every day to keep keep to where we are enjoying our lives. And, and, and that's been in tune to every single decade we've gone through where we, you know, started to say, enjoy your life. Um, like um, where we we talked about in the um, 20s where you or in the 40s where we started to at some point in time we we, we looked about diet and we felt right. better um, and and we started to get more sleep so you're gonna feel better and all those things that we've, we've chatted about throughout this period all kind of hit that that area to, to, to take that stress out when it's when it's not necessary. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Bob, for joining me today. Oh, it's been a pleasure, brother. I've always enjoyed it. We'll keep enjoying it. Oh, yeah. Thank you to everybody out there for giving us a listen. You know, this podcast, it, it, we love doing it, and uh, I'm hoping that you love listening to it. So if you are out there and you're enjoying yourself, take the time to enjoy some plants at the same time. Please contact us at www.heartlandrooted.com or on our Facebook page, Plant Pure Nation, Heartland Rooted, Quad Cities. This podcast is not to replace the advice of your medical professional. Your medical professional should be made aware of any dietary changes you are making. The content of this podcast is not meant to be medical advice and should not be used to diagnose, treat, or manage any medical condition.